0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, however, wherever, whenever you're listening. This is the Root for Wisconsin show, episode 82, coming at you from the Mean Your True Value and Riverwood Gallery Studio in De Pere, Wisconsin. A different cast tonight. And for those of you unaware by now, we have a brand new website. It's root4wisconsin.com. F- and if you are going on there, you would know our brand new cast member, new member of the team. The sub, the fifth man, Sean Klosterman. Sean, how are you doing, buddy? Doing good. How's everybody doing? Fantastic. Sean, your first time on a podcast, correct? Oh, for sure. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) Also joining us, as always, Secretary Shauna. Hey. Secretary Shauna, thank you for all the work you did for the website. Looks incredible. Thanks. I tried. That's rootforwisconsin.com. Brand new website. All of our social media is there. Listen, listen. The listen tab, I should say, easy for me to say, mm-hmm. has where you can listen to the podcast. We've got our picks records there. We've got a little bit about each of us on the show there. You name it, it's there and it's going to continue to build. So that's rootforwisconsin.com. Brand new, launched as we record this. Woo! So we had hashtag up to something, up to something season. That's what Shauna was up to. That's our big announcement, and the fact that we brought Shauna to the fold. So two big pieces of news.
1: Is it going to be weird for you today, Sean and Shauna?
0: Yeah, you're just going to like listen for the A or not if yeah. I'm addressing one of you two.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Usually I tune out, so <laughs> you pick up pick up my slack.
0: Right. Yeah. So both of you just stand your toes, keep your head on a swivel.
1: Right. We'll be okay. You got it.
0: I'm on it. All right. So. Another tab we have on the brand new website is our partners, where you can check out the different partners we have. MonkeyKnifeFight.com. We've got Fanatics. And we've got Raise Energy. And our code, Root4, with Raise Energy. RepSports.com will take you right to the website. Purchase what you like. Use code Root4, 15% off any order. I'm still working on the links to get Monkey Knife Fight underway, but that'll be there soon. You can play along with the contest. As always, Fanatics. Brings us what we are rooting for, 300-plus powered stores. Find what your team and show your love for your team there. And also on our website, a link to our gracious studio host, Mia True Value, Riverwood Gallery, their website there as well. All that said, that leads us into what we are rooting for, as I mentioned, brought to you by Fanatics. And Sean, new to the podcast, Sean, what have you rooted for in the last week? An avid listener of the show, so you know how it kind of goes.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 avid listener. Um I don't know. I think I'm just rooting for the Little League World Series getting
0: started off right now cuz that's always fun to watch. Now, so a couple things. First of all, you kind of took one of mine. So
1: <laughs> And mine. Literally mine. <laughs> Low hanging fruit here. Hey,
0: hey, hey. <laughs> hey, he, he let me go first. So, that's true. So, first of all, a couple things. One, I love the Little League World I don't know what it is about it, but I love watching it. So I'm a big fan of this. Now, the other thing, I told Sean of this last night. Something dumb that I believed when we were younger. So, Sean, you're from O'Connell Falls, right next to Gillette. Yeah. We played in the same Little League, same whatever. But it wasn't technically Little League brand Little League. No. It, it might as well have been, no. but it wasn't part of their system. So all of our lives, I had never seen Wisconsin represented in the Little League World Series. And when we were younger, I, for the life of me, I was convinced. I'm like, oh, well, Wisconsin just doesn't have Little League because we didn't have Little League, which a terrible gauge yeah. of the world around us is basing on what's going on in Gillette, Suring, yeah. Oconto, Oconnell Falls, Abrams, and Coleman. Terrible gauge of the landscape as a whole. But fair for like a ten-year-old. So <laughs> I told Shauna last night. I don't know if I've ever said this to many people, but for when we were younger, I thought for the light, for like the longest time about like writing the governor about letting like one of our teams represent Jillit or like represent Wisconsin Little League World Series. Come to find out, we just suck at Little League. <laughs> like there's Wisconsin teams in it in the very preliminary rounds. They're just not good enough to get to uh, to Williamsburg. Yeah,
2: because wasn't there one <clears throat> a
0: couple years ago that
2: made it uh, far enough? Or?
0: I don't remember. I Thought there was like a Milwaukee school or something or but, somewhere on there. But the Prince, there was never there was they were if they were they were the first one in a long ass time. Yeah, yeah. So again, I I should debase what was going on in the world around us. I didn't realize that Gilla just or Wisconsin just sucked but so low hanging fruit on the on the root for Sean, but fair, very good one.
1: In 2012, a Milwaukee team went to the world series little league championship. Oh, so
0: good call. Nice.
1: Nice.
0: All right, Shauna, your root for,
1: um, I am rooting for a good season of hard knocks. I've never seen hard knocks yet, but I've heard nothing but good things. Twitter is electric about it. Uh,
0: MCDC,
1: MC they said Jamal Williams is lighting it up. Um, so it'll be fun to see a, an ex-packer on there because I don't really know many people on the Detroit Lions as it is. But uh, I've heard nothing but good things. So that's what I'm rooting for. And hopefully after this is done, we will go watch it.
0: Very much so. I am. You took another one of my kind of like I had cooking. The morning, I love the first season I got to watch of Hard Knocks like as it went on, like through training camp. Was the Cleveland Brown season when it was uh, Hugh Jackson's last year? So a couple, and I think I talked about this last year when we talked about Hard Knocks. But Hugh Jackson. So the 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 organization has say in what goes on the, the that week's episode. And
1: well, NFL Films does, and the team, the team no. has some. Not what I heard on Pat McAfee today. Okay. Well, either way, if that's the case, Pat McAfee knows all. Right. He does. That's Nobody true. he had he had the, the two like producers of it on there today.
0: Okay. So. Well, then I will take back a little bit what I'm saying. Yeah. But the fact that like Hugh Jackson went on there and looked like as, as much of a tool as he did, and was as dumb as he was, and like that's what they allowed to go out there. I could only imagine how bad he actually was behind the scenes, like when they weren't filming. What a shit show of an organization team.
1: They did say, though, today, like the two producers that were on there, Keith and Ken, whatever their names are. um, But they said today that like the Detroit Lions were like one of the only teams that they've done this with that like didn't like ham it up for the camera. Like they just didn't care. Um, They said like these other teams were like nervous about the cameras and stuff like that. And so that's why they did what they did. They said the Detroit Lions team, they kind of they're just like doing their thing because they've got nothing to lose, basically.
0: That's fair. Granted, you know, Cleveland came off of like an 0-16 season. so Right. I mean, I don't know what they had to lose. They had uh, – that was Baker Mayfield's rookie year, from, if I'm not mistaken, when they did that. that That's still – like that hooked me into the show, just that whole thing. You had uh, the infamous lineman coach who his belly moved every time he said – like was talking about doing push-ups and sit-ups. He's like, yeah, all these – he was like the lineman coach, and he was like, All these, you know, fancy stretches and stuff. We won two world wars with sit-ups, push-ups, and jumping jacks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was awesome.
1: They were talking about, too, how they did 40 up-downs before practice. And that's, like, a big thing that they did. Um, And, I mean, I've never done an up-down before. They are not fun. They're not fun Well, from what I've seen, you know, and like I said, like, other. But anyways, Pat McAfee was talking about he was doing it with them like just as out of solidarity and he said he made it to like 10 and was like okay we're done i'm done but sean. anyways mcdc does it with them that's before all that, practice. that is cool
0: now sean i honestly i don't think i've ever done 40 up downs in one practice in the high school level no maybe no. on our worst day and even then, i don't think we did yeah. 40. Even, yeah, e- yeah. even then it, it wasn't even close.
1: They were all saying, um, like I said, the Pat McAfee show, they were saying they were like, okay, well, it's got to stop at 20. And then they kept going and they're like, okay, well, it's got to be 25. Okay, just kidding. Maybe got to be 30. And then they stopped at 40. And that was b- pre-practice. The entire team up, down, coaches and everything. Yeah.
0: Those are the worst.
1: Yeah. So anyways, that was my report. for
0: lunges were bad. Or doing the bear crawl up a hill. Oh, yeah. That was always bad I would one. take the bear crawl up the hill over all three of those.
1: Ugh. Oh. Sounds awful.
0: I would take the bear crawl.
1: I think I, I think I'd take
0: the up-downs. I, I think hate, I really yeah, would. You
1: would take the up-downs. I think I'd
0: take the up-downs. Not a fan. Whoa. You can do all those that you want. <laughs> I, I think I hated up-downs the most of any of the, like, the punishments. Oh, no. The worst one, basketball-only, towel-runs. Okay, you got to explain. So that. A towel run is something we had to do. We'd either have to do it as a suicide, or I don't know if I could say that. I don't know, killer. Yeah, is that a fair term? Everybody knows what I'm talking about mm-hmm. uh, free throw line, half court, other free throw line, full court. So we had to do those with you had to get it kind of like a bear crawl on flat surface, and you had to hold a towel, like a like a gym towel or whatever, mm-hmm. and bear crawl across the gym with that and do a. A, either a down and back or a killer, we're going to call them. Not trying to get canceled yet. Those sucked. Um, also, what was the monkey rolls? You ever do monkey rolls for conditioning? Three guys and you, like one rolls, one jumps over, then he gets down and rolls. They're basically like up-downs on steroids. Nope. Those sucked. Nope. too. Never did those though.
1: The new term for... What you were just talking about are called lines. That is the PC exercise name. stupid. Lines.
0: It it checks out. Stupid. I hate 2022. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, my route for... So since you guys took a couple of mine, my official route for... I'm going to look back very fondly, so... As a lot of people know, probably by now, Sean and I took my brother and his fiance Hannah to Hannah's first Brewer game this weekend. Woo! While the team did not perform up to the uh, the occasion of Absolutely Hannah's first not. game, it still was a blast. Um, I think my favorite moment of the day was Sean took a picture with a mascot. <sighs> Because we took a group picture with the the uh, Bernie Brewer and the Barrel Man. Yeah, but
2: she wasn't standing next to the mascot. So
0: No, but... She I was
1: <laughs> plenty near them. So for some context, uh, I am deathly afraid of mascots. Um, comes from a childhood trauma, I guess. I don't know. My parents always were like, oh, go take it. We'd go to like Six Flags and they have like all the characters like, you know, Bugs Bunny ooh, whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. And my mom would, like, be like, oh, go take a picture. And I always had the same face in all of them. And my parents would be like, why aren't you smiling? And I just, like, wouldn't say anything. And then we'd go to these, like, Christmas parties, and they'd have, like, clowns and stuff. And, again, my sister would want, like, the, like, balloon animals that they made. And I would always, like, push her down into her seat, like, don't call them over here. Anyways, it's followed me through my life. And so then they made me stand next to a mascot. And while we were waiting in line, probably – 15, 20 feet away. I mean, it was hot on Saturday, but I was, like, dripping sweat. My heart was, like, like literally you could see my chest moving.
0: Yeah, it was. I could hear it, like, sitting.
1: Yeah. Like, so. standing
0: next to her. It was just, like, just white face.
1: Yeah. Just not great. So,
0: so. so shout out I to I did Shana. it for
1: Hannah. I did it for Hannah.
0: Shout out to Shauna. And then I'm not going to give a noogie to the Brewers for what happened. This last week of baseball It was bad. I'd even say catastrophically bad, but it is what it is. But, yeah, that's my, my root for So, with the positives come the negatives. Come Tyler here at Noogie of the Week. Now, Sean, you said you were very excited for your Noogie of the Week.
2: Well, so my Noogie is going to be Pete Rose. Okay. Because there was a celebrate championship celebration this weekend for at in Philadelphia for the Phillies uh, championship team. Of like the 80s or something, something like that. Yeah. And Pete Rose went on the broadcast and apparently he was just going crazy and everything like that. And They actually shut the broadcast down for the two innings that he was in the booth. Oh, my God. They just kept replaying like the fifth inning. Wow. So for a guy that wants to get in the Hall of Fame and everything like that and you're still pulling... This kind of stuff
0: is. Yeah, that's. So, first of all, I I do got to say, though, shame on. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He should. He should be. Now, is he a good person? Hell no. No. Take the gambling out of it. You know, whatever. You you can't do that. Then there's all these other allegations that we're not going to touch on because that's not the kind of show we are. Yep. Exactly. that's not. He's not a good person in that regard. But he's also one of the best baseball players of all time. Yeah, for sure. And the it's the Hall of Fame for, like, on-field accomplishments. not the Hall of Good People.
2: Yeah. Because just pointing out the Hall of Fame class this year, Barry Larkin's in the Hall of Fame, and Pete Rose was three times the player that Barry Larkin
0: was. Easy. Easy. Pete Rose, uh, and I know we didn't get to see him play, but P- Pete Rose is probably in a very short, probably top five all-time ever. Oh, for sure. It's like maybe him, obviously Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron. You got Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb. Willie Mays is up there. You can make the argument from Mike Trout, though he's not done yet. He doesn't have the rings per se, but just the talent. Um, Pete Rose, obviously, and then, you know, there's this Ichiro maybe, if he had played his whole career here. Yeah. You got Ken Griffey Jr. Tony Gwynn, if I didn't say that one already, but... Again, very very short list yeah. of just all-time greats. Yeah, and he's not in the Hall you, of Fame.
2: You have 4000 hits in the in the league and you were good at what you did.
0: There there's a reason they call him he he's the the origin of Charlie Hustle.
2: Exactly. And he watched b Rose highlights and you he was good.
0: He was just plain good at what he did. Absolutely. But yeah, not not a great person and Awful broadcaster, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it was it was just terrible. From everything that I was looking at. Shauna, do you have a noogie, or are we still continuing noogie-free summer?
1: Uh, I was going to continue noogie-free summer, but I just remembered something. I'm going to give the noogie to you. Oh, boy. Uh, you, groceries are expensive these days, and you forgot the grapes in our car. And uh, I just found them today after sitting in there for four days. And I know that that's not that big of a deal, but I thought, well, I'll give a noogie to Eric. He doesn't get too many of those on here. I get all the time. Well, ah, it's been a a while. One job. job. Yeah, it's been a while. And the grapes were on your side of the car that you were pulling all the groceries out of. So anyways, I really was hankering for grapes this week. And I was like, man, where are those things? And found them in the car today. So noogie goes to Eric for for forgetting the grapes.
0: I really want to say a quote from Workaholics. I'm not going to.
1: Why not? Just this let is, it lie. This, is, this is during the noogies section, so you can be negative. To
0: quote the show Workaholics, fuck yo grapes. <laughs> nah, I'm just... I, I do apologize. I was really looking forward to grapes, too, and I completely forgot. We, we try to do, you know... this We can maybe talk about this and uh, it's not really what's weird. But it's kinda, two trips, I don't know, like a, when you go to the grocery store... You always try to do it one trip. Yeah. They were the only thing in the one bag that she always has in her car. No, no. Were the, they not the only thing in there?
1: It was the only thing, but I don't always keep that bag in my car. It's part of our Aldi bag, bag of bags.
0: Oh,
2: <laughs> well, yeah, you got a bag of bags when you go to Aldi. Yeah. I understand that. What do
1: you take when you go to Aldi? Are you more of a, like a cardboard box when you get there kind of guy, or do you buy the, the pre-bags?
2: No, we don't have the pre-bags. We got the bags you get from the farmer's market. Oh. When you go to the farmer's market, cheat the system.
1: There you go. Wow. Because those
2: are free ones.
1: Are they really? Yeah. Good to know. Wow. I've spent way too much money on Aldi bags in my life.
0: They're like 10 cents. Yeah. No,
1: I could be getting them for free.
2: Not the plastic ones. Yeah. And these are the nice nice cloth ones that you get
1: from the farmer's market. See, that's the problem. Though, That's the one I forgot in the car with the grapes. Yeah, we need, them. we need them big and bright for Eric here so he doesn't forget them. They Anyways. Got, they got all different colors. Okay. Okay, so sneaky. I tried one of the grapes out of my trunk today just to try it, and they weren't that bad. They were still, like, grapey, but Eric tried one, and he was like, no, we have to throw the whole bag we away. We do.
0: I, I'm a huge germ phobe when it comes to food. That,
1: I don't know. What would you do? Would you bring the grapes up and eat them? After four days in the hot sun, car they weren't raisins yet. I, no,
2: I know how hot it's been outside for the past four days. <laughs> yeah, already yeah. yesterday, it's still
0: way too hot. Yeah, that's true. So get rid of the grapes. Yeah, get rid of the grapes. <sighs> I will say, and and I'm on team throw away the grapes. They're not refrigerated at the grocery store.
1: Right, it's not you know a hundred degrees at the grocery store either. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Anyways, so rude for Wisconsin Nation. Do we throw the grapes away or not? Let us know. Let us know in the comments.
0: My Nuggie is also going to go back to my root for, and it's not the brewers, even though it very well could be, but we'll talk about them more later. Milwaukee Construction.
1: Barf. Is Milwaukee ever done with construction? They are always working on themselves, Eric.
0: Which I guess is you know, good for them, but that's kind of toxic at this point. And so yeah, I just frustrating as all hell when you're coming out of a brewer game or going to a brewer game or whatever, and there's roundabouts or not roundabouts, I like roundabouts, but there's there's you guys switch. Do you legends. like roundabouts? I do like roundabouts.
1: <gasps> That's a what's weird Wisconsin story.
0: But Ledgerview man likes roundabouts. Yeah. Question mark. There it is. <laughs> but You're going in between barrels and switching lanes, then you're, like, right next to other cars, and there's concrete dividers next to you. It's just... I hate it.
1: You gotta have your head on a swivel, man. Those Milwaukee drivers to begin with are...
0: And there's too many fibs down there, too.
1: Well, we're close to the border.
0: So, close-ish, yeah. As close as I get. Fuck Beloit. That's right on the border. Yeah, we know this. Screw that.
1: We don't have Ramsey or Justin here this week. You gotta give him shit for Beloit, or do you not like I, Beloit I, either?
0: I've never been to Beloit, so I, oh, got, I got nothing. Okay. I got nothing.
1: All right. See, he's not going to turn
0: on me completely on everything. Sometimes he will, but. See, that's that's the beauty of bringing Sean on. Some things, Sean, me, one of the same. Other things, he's going to just say shit to piss me off. And very, usually, very true, very true. usually Ramsey and Justin are doing that to each other, and I'm just a mediator, as is in my bio on therootforwisconsin.com. Right. But when Sean comes in the picture, Sean likes to piss off
1: Eric. Sean pissed off Eric when he walked in the door before and said, I got you domesticated. Yeah. For anybody that wants to know, Eric was doing dishes when Sean came in the, in the apartment. In,
2: in 25 years annoying, Eric. 26 uh, now. Oh, 26. Sorry. Sorry. Ooh. Ooh. You're getting old. Sorry. I eh, know. I've
0: never seen the guy do dishes <laughs> in my life.
1: Woo.
0: I think that's a, I think that deserves
1: a root for it. That well Cancels out that noogie No you got the noogie It's It I, is what it is
2: I could come up with another noogie for you From, from last week That I snapped you about What do you got? Oh no No Here we
1: go Here we go I want to <laughs> hear I wasn't in on this
2: Shit Let's go The whole Aaron Rodgers And uh What was it called Ayahuasca Ayahuasca Ah He forgot about Harmon Tedesco From Blue Mountain State <sighs> Oh uh, That's I, the first thing That popped in my head When I heard that it's fair. Eric has two noogies this week. Two double up on the noogies.
0: Uh-oh. Don't like this. Anyway, <laughs> Sean, you're not in the show anymore. I'm kidding. Okay, <laughs> okay I'm up. <laughs> anyway, so that's our noogies of the week. Any others? I think that's it. All right. So anyway, with that, we go into our What's Weird Wisconsin. So first, roundabouts. Apparently, it's a Wisconsin thing to hate roundabouts. I think they're friggin' amazing. I love roundabouts.
1: I think it depends when you have like four or five, like right in a row, that's a pain in the ass. But like when it's like a busy intersection that like has now been fixed because of a roundabout, like you don't have to sit and wait either at like a four way stop or like endanger yourself going out into traffic when like, whatever, I think that they're nice then, but they get I don't annoying. trust you in roundabouts. Well, some of the ones down by, uh, the uh, highway are, they get a little bit tricky. And so as <laughs> long as, like, easy. no one else is, like, going through, I just kind of, oops, I'm supposed to be in that lane.
2: Or they just put random ones in the most random spot.
1: Yeah. Like I said, if it's, like, if it was, like, a bad intersection, like, there was one I can think about in Sheboygan Falls where, like, everybody was going east and west, uh, and they were, like, going 55, and you had to, like, turn out, In front of them, and there was like a lot of accidents in the roundabout that that saved that corner. So then that's nice. But like I said, the four, five, six in a row, that's annoying.
0: And Sean,
2: you're anti roundabout, correct? Uh, yeah, anti roundabout. Why? Mostly because of the one on 2232. Why? Because that was just the weirdest spot to put one. I suppose it's (laughs) not that bad a one though. It's 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 pretty simple. It's in the
0: middle of nowhere though. It's just one of those. Random ones.
1: So was it like a, there was a stop sign there, obviously. Yeah. So, so you,
0: they had like an, off, not like a ramp, but like an offshoot where like you, if turn, you were going like towards like Pulaski. Off. Oh, sure. Okay. They had this wide <laughs> swinging loop. Okay. And then like a three-way stop. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. No, it wasn't
2: a three-way stop. You just had to stop coming from 32. Right. That was the only, that was the only thing.
0: That's true.
1: Wow. Well, yeah, it is a weird one.
0: It's just, it's just in a weird spot. I will say, if they were going to do one in Gilad, I think the Gilad cement area would have been probably a better one, other than the fact that it's on the bottom of a hill.
2: Yeah, but they'd put two, they'd put probably put two right in a row there, because they'd put one on thirty-two and right, and then one back at the bottom. True, because that's how it usually goes.
0: I'd say there's a there, there's really not a good one in Surring because I can't even get Ramsey crap for that. That's just a straight shot. They don't have turns in Surring. Uh, the people f- would get confused. I don't think there's a really good spot for one come Fall. I mean, maybe the on the Highland yeah.
2: Drive. That'd be the only spot, but that needs more of a stop stop light than it needs a
1: stop light. You didn't say stop and go light. Did you do that on purpose? Stop and go Sean lights out of
0: Wisconsin. Sean says stop and go lights. Is first. This is the first time I think I've ever heard him say stop light.
1: Whoa. Uh-oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And this is a huge deal. Yeah,
1: it's like st- like honestly, you go to like, like other stop state. and go lights. <laughs> well, no, you go to like other states and like sometimes like the dead giveaway is because we say stop and go lights, not stop lights. Mm. Oh, interesting. It's u- it's
0: usually when you say bag when you go somewhere.
1: Yeah, bag, bag. or soda. Can I get a soda?
0: Yeah, I need a soda. Anyway, so right. Sh- Shauna, you had another one.
1: Yeah. So in uh, our friend Green Bay friends group chat, someone was talking about crop dusting. The the, the plane. The plane being a crop duster.
2: The plane, not when you walked on a supermarket aisle and.
1: Yeah, no. yeah. So
0: relieve yourself <laughs> of some hair.
1: Yeah. Also crop dusting, but I was curious about crop dusting, and apparently, crop dusting. They charge 15 to 25 dollars per acre.: That's it.: Yeah, uh, to dust your crops. Um, you can't even see without laughing. Well, it's just funny, you know, it's funny. But anyways, they uh, apparently a new crop duster starts out earning about 20,000 dollars per year.
0: They're only charging $15 an acre. I mean,
1: uh, Right. But then it says the established and experienced crop dusters can make up to a hundred thousand dollars per year following the crops and retaining loyal clientele. Now I found a WisconsinLife.org story that a crop duster follows grandfather's path. So it's like a family thing. And, uh, it, it, they're, 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 Obviously, it's like a dangerous job, but these guys are like, no, we don't view it as dangerous. Every pilot flies an aircraft has to know how to land, and knowing how high your wheels are above the ground is just part of flying. Um, and so the, the, the first time this Roy flew by himself, grandpa took him down to the local diner for some pie. He says, I want you to know this will be a day you'll never forget. So it, crop dusting started in the 1920s. And um, in the mid-60s, pesticides were reformulated into liquid form. So they're known as crop dusters, but they're actually called aerial applicators. The more you know. Wow. Oh. So anyways, it says it's, they say it's a very hard job. It requires all of your attention and all of your mental processes.
0: But I suppose that checks so out. I suppose you can't just, you know, space out like if you're cutting the lawn and... <laughs> fly right into it. <laughs> fly a- into something or somebody here or- it's not like you got a big sprayer or something like that when like
2: for all the big farmers up up north and everything like that yeah where they can just put it on autopilot and let it do its thing and take a nap in the cockpit and
0: call it a day. call it a day
1: it's interesting to me though that they're like still being piloted like by planes like why wouldn't like we've come so far why don't we just use like drones so that you don't have to do that because it seems like a dangerous job i saw one on the way to my work today and they were i mean like i said they were flying like low near the road and everything i'm like oh my god this
0: you just don't get that same quality in a drone i guess i don't think you could have as much
2: like uh dust pesticides and everything (laughs) like that in the in a drone compared to in the plane
1: i suppose You'd have to like follow it and almost refill it all the Besides time. Besides,
0: Shauna, we're not trying to take money or yeah. dinner off people's plates, Shauna.
1: Well, I'm not trying to either. I'm just saying it seems like a dangerous job. I wonder, I wonder if, you know, I don't know. Do people die crop dusting? When <laughs> oh, you have a <laughs> stinky fart in the store? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Whenever it crop dusts in the uh, aisles of the, the Aldi, it's Ooh. like quick run away. You can't do that in Aldi. First of all, their open concept... That's a a
0: Walmart thing.
1: First of all, their (laughs)
0: open concept really limits the (laughs) lethality of that anyway. Right. Second of all, it's too fancy. Like Sean said, that's a Walmart thing. Aldi's fancy? Enough. Okay, Aldi's fancy for us. Okay. I wouldn't say it's fancy. It's just by... It's kind of like tart...
1: Well, it's not... No... 82 deaths per year, crop dusters. And it's not from crashing the planes. It's being from exposed to toxic chemicals and typically using unimproved landing strips.
2: So that means they're just landing in a field. Yeah. (laughs) On a dirt road.
1: Yeah.
0: Hit one bump wrong. Yep. Gotta fill in those potholes, John.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Farmer John. Yeah, that's a lot. 82 deaths a year. From crop dusting.
2: (laughs) What do you got? No, I had the same thing you got. You (laughs) had. I was thinking
0: the same exact thing. Fill in the bottles in in your dirt road. Mm -hmm. Don't hit a pebble, funny.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, man. This show is awful.
1: Yeah, this show sucks.
0: Anyway, so sports. We can actually talk some sports. Oh, this is a sports podcast? uh, It's supposed to be.
1: (laughs) We talked some sports before.
0: (laughs) We did. So not not a whole lot brewing in in uh, Bucks land. Just kind of waiting for the season to start. Uh, As mentioned, the Milwaukee Brewers have been a shit show in the last week. Uh, They got swept by the Pirates last week. They lost two out of three to the Reds. Now, they did get a two-game sweep over the Rays yesterday and today. Hit an off day tomorrow. They had an extra inning win today.
1: They got 13 games in a row coming up here with no day off.
0: They do have a day off tomorrow, though. Well,
1: that's what I mean. So After their day off tomorrow. They
0: start off with a three-game set in St. Louis. That'll be very pivotal to the rest of the season. Um, so that, that's that been... This is very you know stressful time of year for the Milwaukee Brewers. For fans of Milwaukee Brewers? Yeah. Um, I do have to say, though, really funny to me. I put this on my personal Twitter. So last night, Josh Hader blew a save... Gave up a three-run lead and got a loss last night for the Padres. He had two bases loaded walks and gave up three runs. And the, obviously, the, either the I don't remember if it was top or bottom of the ninth, but got the loss uh, for the Padres. Meanwhile, Matt Bush, <laughs> the save for the Milwaukee Brewers last night against Tampa Bay Rays. So maybe we're winning these trades after all. I have no idea. But, yeah, it's been a rocky week of Brewers baseball. Who did Matt Bush come up with? Did he come up with the Texas Rangers? That's where he was before this, but Matt Bush technically was drafted as a... I think he was the number one overall pick in 2004. Yeah, right. As a shortstop. And he had some legal trouble. He had... Was a shortstop and sucked as a shortstop. And the legal trouble. At one point, I think he got in a fight because he said, Don't you know who I am, I'm Matt effing Bush. Or (laughs) something like that. Um, So a whole litany of things, but straightened out, made the majors. He came to the, um, to the majors as a pitcher with the Texas Rangers. And I was like brewer got a save.
1: I know we're talking about like current brewer things, which like we haven't talked about this, but Rowdy stealing a base last week.
0: That was the one highlight of the red series. That, that was
1: amazing. Win.
0: Rowdy got us. Now I guess while we're talking about, you know, current Brewers, now one, one really cool thing. And you know, obviously we talk about all the the cool things that we got to do with Hannah last week. Cause you know, they give her, like they got like the first game certificates you can get from guest relations. So really cool. You know, we took the pictures of the mascots, took her to the team store. Hannah and Sean, I got matching hats. Thanks, Dave. Courtesy of my dad. But the coolest thing for me, and I, I don't want to speak for you, but I don't know if you agree with this. They had alumni weekend this last weekend. So Friday night when we weren't there, they honored the 82 team, and that was really cool. But then Saturday night where we were at the game, they had Jonathan Lucroy. where Jonathan Lucroy officially retired as a brewer. Um, I was within 10 feet of him at one point. That was really cool. Um, He's got a shiny dome. He does. He does have a shiny dome. And then they also honored Ryan Braun and Prince Fielder, all three of them. They had like a little montage of their career throughout the night. And uh, Fielder, or excuse me, uh, Fielder joined the Walk of Fame braun and Lucroy joined the wall of honor or whatever the walk of honor um prince fielder should be in the
2: walk of honor though too i think I mean,
0: he i think he already is oh is he i think because braun and Lucroy are so recently retired that's why they go to that one but they should be in the walk as well
1: so what's better being on like the walk, the walk yeah. or the wall the, walk.
0: the wall is like is just certain like statistics Okay. Like, you have to be this, this, and so many games and so many hits, whatever. Sure. But the walk is more of a...
1: Like, you are imprinted in our
0: Right. Mystery. And so... But first of all, f- nice seeing all three of them at the stadium. Uh, especially, you know, Braun and Fielder.
1: Fielder's dropped a lot of pounds. He, he did. was skinny. He was looking good. Yeah.
0: And Ryan Braun is still just the coolest Milwaukee bird ever exist. I... I said this to all three or all four of us when we were there Saturday. I think Ryan Brown's always going to be my favorite Milwaukee Brewer that I got to see. and Unless somebody comes up. I mean, because aside from, like, Christian Yelich right now, and even, you I know, mean, he's having a rebound season. There really hasn't been a guy that had that staying power that Ryan Braun had. You know, we had Nigel Morgan for a year and a half. Yeah, Jeff Jenkins. Jeff, you gotta Jen- forget yeah. about Jeff Jenkins. That's fair. So, I mean. Yeah,
2: that. That's always going to be my number one
0: Brewer guy, and even he, I mean, even he left, mm. not by his own accord, no. but still. But no, Ryan Braun got. I mean, to me, so Ryan Braun at the time that he came up was a resurgence of Milwaukee baseball. Really, the first time the Brewers were good in our lifetimes. Because I was telling Hannah about this when, when Mark and I went to our first games. I mean, we got to see a win in our first game ever, but the second game we ever went to was the day that Sean Green broke the bases record for the Dodgers against the Brewers. He had like 17 bases in the game. Yeah, that's when he hit four home runs that day. (laughs) Two home runs and three doubles or something. I don't know exactly how. It was depressing. That's what it was. It was depressing. (laughs) I don't know what he all had, but 17 bases. And like the Milwaukee Brewers would lose 100 games a year back then or 90 games a year. Just It was awful. Then... Came the the new era, which was like you could look at Ricky Weeks, Bill who, Hall, Bill Hall, Corey Hart, Corey Hart, oh, JJ Corey Hardy, Hart. uh Fielder and Braun. Now, funny Prince Fielder story. He hit his first ever career home run on a game I was supposed to be at, but was not. Thanks, Dad. Dave. Dad didn't was, buy tickets. Didn't buy tickets for my birthday. Thought, Oh, we'll just get them that night. We did not get them that night. Drove all the way from Gillette to Milwaukee to turn around and go from Milwaukee to Gillette.
1: And listen to the game on the radio. <laughs>
0: yep. And Prince Fielder hit his first career home run, which is a go ahead home run in the bottom of the eighth. So that was fun. But anyway.
1: Well, okay. So now just pause here quick. Because we got another Brewer fan here we or do. baseball fan, which is rare for this show. That's true. So, Sean. Favorite Brewer moment? I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but do you have, like, a favorite memory, like, game? Like, just show off your baseball knowledge because it's rare for these guys. <laughs> Eric's usually, well, and me, kind of. But yeah. Eric's usually the only guy that's got Brewer anecdotes. Are we talking do you have have one? you've been to? Yeah. Or, just anything, or just anything.
2: Just anything? Just
1: anything. Like, you obviously have, you had your favorite all-time player.
2: Oh, yeah. Jeff but. Jenkins was 100% number one.
1: But just this- Anything.
2: So I was going through stuff that from that I had upstairs and at my house and everything like that. I had a Derek Turnbull signed <laughs> baseball. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I found it the other day, and I'm like, Derek Turnbull and Wes Helms on the same ball.
0: You remember Wes heard, Helms? I haven't heard Wes Helms' name. So that's like when we went we went to that Timberliner game. I threw out the first pitch of. So the Timberallers are doing this whole like, um you know, bringing back Brewers players of different eras. Freaking Junior Spivey, they have come into a game later this year. <laughs> I haven't heard Junior Spivey's name unless I'm playing MLB those, or MVP Baseball 05. No, Slugfest. Well, that too. <laughs> but I haven't heard of that guy's name in 20 years. And he was with the Brewers for a cup of coffee and you're honoring him with the Tim mm-hmm. Rattlers. That, that made me laugh. But yeah, no, West Helms, I've not heard of since probably since. Well, I mean, obviously, I still play MVP Baseball 05, but... God, yeah, that's a name. That,
2: that's a random name that you never but you're never, never going to hear again.
0: Favorite. Favorite game. Favorite game. Well, one know. of my favorite moments, I think. Was Ryan Braun's home run against the Cubs. No, it wasn't against the Cubs. It was um Isn't it against the Dodgers. No, 2008. Oh. It was again. Yeah, it was against the Cubs. It was at Miller Park or then Miller Park. And the Brewers were in that wild card hunt for the first time. It came down to game 162, and the Marlins needed to beat the Mets. And Braun hit that eighth inning home run, and it's the infamous, you know, bats up, slam it down. Um, So that's one of them. Also, the Ryan Braun home run in 2011 to clinch the playoff series against the Marlins. A lot of them are Ryan Braun-related. Or the... One of my favorites is the Prince
2: Fielder walk off where he jumps on home plate and everybody falls down. That's always yep. a cool moment to see.
0: The Niger Morgan walk off in the NLDS. Yeah, that's always a good one too. Um, that that's that's always going to be up there. Um, I always, you know, even in the later part of his career, the Ryan Braun Grand Slam against St. Louis when the 2019 with after Yelich had gone down, they won like 20 some in a row or whatever it was, or 20 out of 22 or whatever. Something. Yeah, yeah. And Ryan, uh, bottom of the or top of the ninth, down by two or down by three, whatever, and full count, two outs, literally storybook situation, and Bronny goes yard. I think Ryan Braun easily the most clutch Milwaukee Brewer. I mean, you just knew when with game bottom eight, bottom nine, Ryan Braun's coming up. This thing's done. And I was saying, I was thinking about that, you know, nothing against Christian. He just doesn't have that, those moments. I and mean, he's got a couple.
1: Well, he did it for that year. And then he like slid right off the back. Like if he could have kept that up, his like one good year, whatever that was, 20, it was 2018, uh, 2019 Like if he could have kept that up, I think he would have been, but even looking back at those moments, he didn't have the clutch hits per se. But he always he, had the home run.
0: Like he, you knew he, he, he was going to hit a home any point. He was a 30-plus home run guy at that point. Yeah. But he wasn't clutch. I mean, even in his last season, Ryan Brown had like I mean, what well, his last season was technically 2020, which was a certain shortened season. But even like 2019, he only had like 20 home runs. But it felt like everyone almost like the ninth inning or the eighth inning. Yeah. And always in the biggest spots. So, um Game 163 is up there for me too, against the Cubs in 2018. Game 163, um, where they needed to beat the Cubs at Wrigley to get the division because they made that furious comeback, and the Cubs choked down the stretch, and then the Cubs go on to lose. Really, that season broke the Cubs as we know them right now because, yes, they did win the division in 2020, but they were first-round exit then. But that season, you look back, they fall apart that season and get in the wild-card game, get loose to the Rockies and end up getting swept by the Brewers. 2019, they don't make the playoffs. 2020, they win the division, then trade you Darvish for some reason and just phone it in. And 2021, you know, you can also point to the Brewers that um, they go down 7 nothing in the first inning or whatever, Aaron Ashby's debut. And then the Brewers come back and score like 20. And then they sold they sold out on Rizzo, Bryant, everybody, ex- well, anybody good. Contreras and uh, Hap. And for some reason they didn't sell them this off season or this trade deadline either. Yeah. But yeah, just a while I mean, there's so many moments that I can think of in, in this is just our lifetime. Obviously, I can only imagine, you know, if we had been older like our like our parents or whatever with the eighty two season, I'm sure mm-hmm. that's just chocked full of them too. But Sean, do you have one?
1: Um I'll always remember my first Brewer game. That was, like, the Prince Fielder, Ryan Braun, J.J. Hardy, that whole thing. That was just a fun day. That was my very first Brewer game. I think I was, like, I'd be, like, 13. Um, But we went down to Milwaukee for the day, and it was just, like, a good game, and we won. And it was, like I said, it was a good, good experience, and I've been back and been a Brewer fan ever since. Yeah. So... A lot of baseball talk today.
0: I love this. This is probably the most we've talked about baseball. And we've had, like, interviews about baseball. Yeah. So, and just to kind of wrap up, we'll wrap up here with the, these two notes. So, a couple prospect news. Um, first, Jackson Chorio, Brewer's number one prospect, is now, per Baseball America, he is their number two MLB prospect overall mm-hmm. after their re-ranking here after the draft and trade deadlines and whatnot. So, he, you can see him in Appleton right now. Also, his teammate, Xavier Warren, the reigning uh, single A... I can't remember if he's the player of the week, player of the month. I think player of the month for August for high A. So, great baseball happening down in Appleton, part of the Brewers organization. Sweet. So, be sure to check that out. And then, as always, the the fun that's kind of going on in the... Even the upper levels of the Brewers minor league system right now, I, I wish... We live a little closer to Nashville because like that triple A team right now with like Garrett Mitchell, Joey Weimer. Hot. I'm sure that's just a blast to go to night in night out. The Joey Weimer, when we went last year, was hit Joey the walk Weimer off. hit the walk-off yeah. the walk off Grand Slam, wasn't it? Yeah. The long blonde hair yep. Yep. that just hits the shit out of the ball. But yeah, so that really fun I even with kind of the craziness of the last week of it's a good time to be a Brewer fan. Yeah. And they're still, I mean, if the Cardinals lose tonight, they're still in first place. They'd, tie, they'd come back and be tied for the first place. So otherwise they're half game out.
1: Stressful time to be a Brewer fan. Yeah, but that's it's better to
0: be stressed out than
1: lost, you all, know, hope. lost all hope by June.
0: <laughs> as we had, like, as I mentioned earlier, where it was. For years. You know, you're losing 90, 100 games a season, and by June, you're like, oh, when's Packer training camp starting? But anyway, so that's the Brewer's note. Woo-hoo. Um, I don't, I don't really have anything on the Badgers right now because they don't start for another – I mean, they start – they're practicing, but the defense looks good, as always, I guess, but not a whole lot. Um, Madison's pretty quiet on, on the Badger front right now in a, in a good way, I'm sure. But really, not a whole lot brewing down there. So with that, I mean, it's Packers training camp, and we are officially into game week. Preseason game week, but still a game week nevertheless. Uh, They will be Friday night in San Francisco against the 49ers, 7.30 kickoff here in Green Bay. And we already know that Jordan Love will be the starting quarterback. Aaron Rodgers will not play. Uh, Matt LaFleur has not stated whether or not Aaron Rodgers will play in the preseason or not, but... We know for sure he will not be playing week one. So we know it'll be the Jordan Love show. We also know nobody really plays week one. So I guess I'm going to kind of ask, you know, both of you guys, and I'll give mine too. Is there anything that you want to see or need to see this weekend in week one? Because, you know, the preseason's always got kind of more vanilla defenses, so you're not really going to get a good indication of the defense, I don't think, yet. So, I mean, you're going to see the depth, which I think is – Something we haven't had in a while, but anything that either one of you are looking forward to this week?
1: I heard something interesting today that said like teams that have like um, like a lot of uh, expensive players like on like up front and then they lose all their preseason games because they have no depth. But the teams that are winning their preseason games and like doing good means that they have a lot of depth which I'm sure that you've known that and whatever, but, like, it makes a lot of sense. So hopefully we can, you know, kind of show out a little bit and show that our team has depth so that if one of our guys inevitably go down, like they always do, that there'll be... Right away, you got to jinx it. Well, I'm just saying, it's always... Knock on wood, whatever, but, like, (laughs) it's always... (laughs) it's always like you know something always happens or it's inevitable that you know something is going to happen to any team but it'll be kind of cool to see if there is like depth and what Jordan Love can do
0: I gotta say one maybe kind of quick way to diminish that the year the Browns went 0-16 they were 4-0 in the preseason well I'm just saying Mark has a shirt celebrating that
1: (laughs) well okay so maybe that I maybe I'm wrong but I don't know like I said I've heard that and that was like kind of like oh Made
0: sense to me. So I will elaborate that on a, a, a touch. The teams that win in the preseason is because they have good depth or they're young and have to play. Well, their right. For guys. their
1: spot, yeah. which I'm hoping. Well, I mean, we are we are we young or are we do we have good depth?
0: I think we're I think it's pretty both, good. To
1: be pretty
2: good mix. Right. Okay. right yeah. In the, right in that middle. You so got really we'll good see. veterans and you got
0: really good young guys and you're. It's kind they're of a plug-and-play right now. It's yeah. You know, honestly, it's a lot like a college system right now. Right. You know, you look at, you know, what Alabama's done for forever. Even with the Badgers, what they've done with their defense Oh, for you can't, can't really throw Alabama because Alabama usually has two, well, year, two years. And well, but that's done. what I'm saying, though, too. I mean, you can have a guy like a Randall Cobb who's probably only going to be here for two years at that slot receiver position, kind of leading the re- receiver group right now. You can allow an Alan Lazard to emerge, but then you have Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson, who's going to be activated. I don't think he was activated today, but it's expected to be activated sometime this week. I don't know if he'll play Friday night, but it'll be soon. Uh, might play next week. Hopefully, I'm hoping he's playing next week when we're all there um, at Lambeau. But you can have a guy like that. You can have a Samuel Watkins come in at you know for a year, two years, whatever. And then even on the defense, you know, last year I mean he didn't he only played the two games, including the postseason game, but you can have like a Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith as your main guys, and then you can go and draft Rashawn Gary and kind of draft and develop them, let them kind of work their way. And if those guys get hurt, whatever, great. Or not great, but it is what it is. But then you still have talent behind them. Or you can have you can wait till the end of preseason here and see who's like the overpaid
2: guys that are getting cut and sign them to your short deal and see what they can do. I mean, it gives you, gives you even more depth and Mm -hmm. it gives you that. If even if it's like Whitney merciless last year, yep. He gave you those few sacks
0: and he gave you what you needed. He just gave you what you needed at the time. Absolutely. So yeah, no. And, and so that's a great, it's a great way to look at it. You know, especially, you know, that's kind of what the preseason is of seeing, not necessarily your ones, and not even all of your twos, but what your twos and ones or your threes can do if there are two or a one. So, anything you got you, that you're looking forward to Friday night, Sean? Uh,
2: just seeing all the highlights of the Romeo Dobbs, right? Yeah, and just seeing what he's going to be able to do against, you know, normal not normal like game circumstances. Yeah, you got him in a game
0: situation compared to no pads and. Just practice situations. Now, I I gotta say, so two things. One, Romeo Dobbs is probably who I'm looking forward to most to seeing this week, and for the reason being, I mean, everybody talks about him being this this super speed guy, kind of replacing that gap that MVS left, and they kind of talk about that with Christian Watson too. And Christian Watson reminds me a lot more kind of like a Debo Samuel where he can do a lot for you and he's fat, you know, he's got the wheels or whatever. Romeo Dobbs and watching his highlight films, he didn't, I mean, he had big plays, don't get me wrong, but a lot of his highlight tape was watching him uh, be, be a true possession receiver, you know, get the first down, come in with the ball. And he's done a lot of that. That's been a big role of his in training camp. And then we have seen the Jets where he's beaten Eric Stokes multiple times now in pads um, which is always, you know, Eric Stokes has imme- immense speed, incredible speed, but you know, is it concerning that he's getting beat by Romeo Dobbs? Or is Romeo Dobbs just that good? So, so you're gonna
2: just just throw out a comparison for Romeo Dobbs? You're gonna throw out, like the Jordy comparison because it's the sneaky guy that, I mean, the Jordy Jordy's a little bit
0: maybe too I... much, but. I mean, so the way I look at the Packers as they stand right now, I think I think he's a lot more like Alan Lazard, but with a faster Alan Lazard. And Alan Lazard is basically James Jones 2.0 for our lifetime. Because James Jones just for his entirety of his career just always found a way. I mean he was you, you know, if it's third and five, he's getting you eight. Yep. He knew where to be, you know, just enough to get the first down. You throw the ball his way. He's coming down with it. You know, he's not losing it in traffic. He's, you know, he gets hit. He's holding on to it. So I kind of think, I kind of lean to that comparison, but faster than James Jones, faster than Alan Lazard. So Jordy Nelson's not a terrible comparison. I think that's a pretty but, good one. I, you that, know, that's kind of what popped into my head the first because it's just the
2: because Jordy never looked fast. Like, just if you just look, not, right? That, that sounds bad, but.
0: But if, if you just – you know, you took a lot – he's 6'4". You know, you just kind of – if you had the the wide receiver, you know, that infamous picture of like J. Mike, Donald Driver, Jennings, Jones, and Jordy, you look at those guys and you're like, okay, you know, J. Mike's your tight end. You've got Greg Jennings is kind of your speed guy. And then insert, you know, whoever is your quote-unquote possession guys. Now, Jordy had that kind of that same – you know, like I said, kind of like exactly what I'm saying here. He's got big playability, but also between the 20s, he was great too. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's a. I mean, it doesn't hurt that Romeo Dobbs was 87 as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's. I think that's a pretty good comparison. It's just the first one that popped into my head. Uh, if I had, uh, so that's one thing I'm looking forward to. The other thing I'm looking forward to is I want to see Jordan Love in game situation now too. Now we know we've seen. Are probably the equivalent of eight quarters of Jordan Love, so two games of Jordan Love over the last year, and really, kind of in a in a way, last year was really his rookie year. If you really think, of I mean, he didn't have the reps in in camp that he would have had the year before, you know, as a rookie because of how COVID was in twenty twenty. He didn't have, you know, they just the way that it was, and whatever. That's that's a whole thing, and then this year. Or last year, you know, you kind of see that, you know, come to form and start getting reps, and he never really went into a game. I mean, yes, we knew in the Kansas City game he was going to be the starter, but that was also like Thursday. Yeah, that was that was so that was sh- really short week, and you know, say what you will about the prep, but you know, maybe he should always be ready because that's what a backup's supposed to yeah. do. But that's just the reality of the situation. Now, to me, one other thing that's been really nice to see is a report that came out from just even what Lafleur had said um, is just having, you know, having his confidence grow and just letting him go out and sling it. Because even last year at the Texans game that we were all at, um, and just kind of watching him throughout the... He was so measured. You know, he was very reserved. He wasn't going to try to force a ball where it didn't belong because he didn't want... I guess I, I think he was almost afraid of being booed and afraid of being viewed as a bust. And he didn't want to, you know, whatever. He didn't want to force it, but he lost some of that confidence, some of that go out and sling it.
1: Did you see what Aaron Rodgers said about him today? I did not. In an interview? So Aaron Rodgers had an interview and he compared Jordan Love's situation to sitting behind Brett Favre. And so, uh, the interviewer said Friday night Jordan Love will be in the spotlight. Has he gone through as much ridicule or criticism or doubt that you did from twenty or two thousand five to two thousand eight? And Roger said, I think there's always pressure on a first-round pick. The tracks are looking more similar by the day. Uh, Jordan Love being in his third year and me waiting behind Brett for three years. Something clicks in at some point and the the game slows down and you make the plays you know you're capable of making. And I look forward to watching him on Friday against the Saints. But the most important thing for a quarterback is the confidence. And the confidence comes from consistency and fundamentals and making plays in practice and feeling good about the offense and all the things that are expected of you. He said, I think all of us come along at our own pace, and I I needed the years to get where I was at. Whether the criticism was equal in 5, 6, and 7 for me as it was for him, I don't know. Some of that you kind of move past if you've had success, but I'm excited for him this preseason. I think he's at a really nice camp, made some good throws, more consistent with his fundamentals, and I hope he goes out and balls out. So
0: I like it. Mm-hmm. And well, you, that's that's been a lot of the reports that you've been hearing out of camp, too, is just, Every day it's something new with where he's making a big throw. It's deep down the field. It's in coverage. It's. I, I think we're gonna see that Friday.
1: Do you think it kind of helps though now that like Aaron Rodgers is like behind him, kind of like, and it's not so much of the story of like, oh Aaron wasn't ready to quit and they went to get a first round quarterback. Like that's not the story anymore. Like Aaron's like behind him and he's like, yeah, let's do this. See, Let me I, teach you how to do it. Kind of hand over the rope. I think there's that
0: element of it. I think a lot of it is. Now that we've got the, you know, Aaron's contract as the extension where he's got the certainty to finish his career on his terms, which is what he wanted this entire time anyway, I think that's a big thing. Um, just and for Jordan's sake too, because up until tr- day one of training camp, no one knew if Rodgers was showing up last year. Rodgers didn't know if he was showing up until the weekend before. So, as a quarterback, I mean, I can only imagine that it's really hard to kind of get yourself mentally ready when you have no idea what the hell your role is going to be and then have to adjust that because year one, you know, you're not really playing because you know what the situation Year two, all of a sudden, you know, you're going through mini camp, getting reps, you get into training camp, you have no idea what the hell's coming up and then you can kind of go now with the situation like, okay. Aaron's going to be around. We've got the contract being how, you know, on his terms I'm the backup, but I've also, you know, I can work on improving myself. I also don't think it's any coincidence that we're seeing this improvement. Now that Tom Clemens is back in the fold, say what you want about, you know, uh, Luke Getsey and the offensive coordinator. Um, the, that have got all gone on their own thing, but Tom Clemens is a quarterback whisperer yep. and having him around is, you know, yes, it, it, it helps Aaron be happy but also develops your number two and into a lesser extent, you know, I, I, I think it kind of sucks that, uh, Kurt Bankert's no longer in the fold. Yeah. He was always fun to watch. He's going to be, you know, they wanted to release him so he could try to get a number two job somewhere instead of being a practice squad guy. I, I kind of hope for, you know, I hope for his sake that that happens. It hasn't yet. I know he had a workout, I believe two weeks ago with the Texans, but nothing ended up coming out of that, I believe. But, um, should come down to it and he doesn't have that. I would love to have him back on the practice squad. Kurt Bankert's an awesome, I don't, I don't know. I follow him on Twitter. He's amazing on Twitter. He actually started selling uh, stickers, like little laptop stickers. He calls, it's called the Neil 2.0 because his, his only NFL snaps in game were the two kneel downs against Minnesota last year. So hopefully next week I'm going to have a new sticker on my laptop. It was three doc. It was three ninety five. 95. So go check it out <laughs> at Kurt Bankert. The Neil 2.0. It's on the top of his his uh, page, and yeah, I bought one. Cool. So, anyway, <laughs> that's what I'm looking forward to this week: is Jordan Love and and seeing what you know. I'm assuming he'll probably play the first half, and then who, who Danny Etling, who,
1: who, who,
0: oh. I think, is the name. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I know it's Danny something. It's
1: Danny E. Danny E.
0: And it's something with a an ing
1: speaking of pronunciation i was listening to uh was i listening to marcus or was it a commercial when you were on the radio the other day but anyway somebody called into better call ever and they were saying that romeo Dobbs Dobbs should change his name to romeo Dubs because he's so good (laughs) haha so funny it was a promo
0: by the way marcus wasn't on that day that's why i was in
1: right i understand (laughs) it was a promo but yeah Well, it was Marcus, so somebody called in and said... Yeah, but he had... It was, like, pre-recorded. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's what it was. But anyways, that's kind of fun. I'd get a jersey that said Dubs.
0: I mean, it's just the pronunciation. You could still have the same spelling. Yeah,
1: I know that, but I'm just saying, like, that's... Like, if if they were saying, like, he should change the pronunciation of his name to Dubs, that'd be kind of fun. You can't just change your... Yeah, you here. can. You can Why just tell. You can tell wherever the hell you want it is. <laughs> it's like I'm oh, princess that. Consuela Banana Hammock. You can change it whatever the heck you want. But even the you don't even the the pronunciation's
2: whatever you tell it is. Or the guy that got drafted by the Jets, Sauce Gardner. Yeah. Was he? I mean, mean, that's he, a nickname. It's a I, lot. I know it's a nickname, but that's that's what he got called at the draft.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you might as well. I mean, yeah, I suppose you can say whatever but, it is. But if he starts coming out saying no, it's not Dobbs. Like a, it's dubs that'd be fun
0: he actually had to do the opposite so everyone kept every the initial when he got drafted the initial pronunciation guide said dubs
1: oh oh well so it's already that way no so need to
0: change it everyone in green bay was singing that and then they finally asked him and he's such a quiet so the, the report came out that he's such a quiet guy that he just didn't want to change like he didn't want to correct anybody he's just like yeah say whatever you want i don't, I don't care i'm just here to put the ball so like even at Nevada, Nevada never knew what it actually was when he was in college. So was he with Jordan Love when Jordan Love was? Jordan
2: Love didn't play at Nevada. Oh, no, no, I'm thinking of somebody else. That's my bad. I'm thinking of Colin Kaepernick.
1: And no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of.
1: So nobody ever knew how, how to say his name. No, they always said
0: it, they just thought it was Dubs. That's hilarious. And then he eventually, I think, I kind of wonder if it was like a Monte Ball situation where his senior year, he's like, it's actually Monte. It's the Monte. But I, I don't think he ever spoke up on it. So Packers media asked him, he's like, oh, yeah, it's Dubs. Dubs, not Dubs.
1: I can relate, though. I, ha- I worked in a factory in college and uh, a lady, she called me Shannon the first day. And uh, I was too nervous to correct her. So for months, she called me Shannon. And then somebody else who knew my name came to work with us. And uh, she was like, Shauna, why is Sue calling you Shannon? And I was like, well, because I was too afraid to say anything. And now it's too late. And so then she started calling me Shauna, like really, really loud. And then Sue was like, wait, Shannon, is your name actually (laughs) Shauna? It's like, yeah. So can relate.
2: Yeah, I get I get it all the time, too. I get called Shane. I get called
0: scene.
1: Seen. Sean. See, the spelling of your name is really...
0: It's, it's the a, Irish spelling. It's the traditional spelling. Uh, it, yeah, it's the uh, normal Sharna. spelling. I'll never forget. So, first of all, Sharna is what I say for you. Yeah. Second of all, I'll never... One of the first times... So, for those of you that don't know, Sean and I were, like... We were literally neighborhood like neighbors... His parents live next to my like directly next to my parents. And that's what neighbors are, Eric. Well, you can say <laughs> you have like a neighbor there a couple of houses down. <laughs> but like <laughs> literally next door neighbors. So Sean and I have known each other since we could walk, basically. And the funny I remember, you know, I knew his name was Sean. But then one of the first time we are because we always we either were outside or he was at our house. One <laughs> of the first times we ever went to his house he had a yearbook and i was flipping through it because he didn't go to our school either he went to okama falls Mm -hmm. even though he we all lived in jail that story for a different day but flipping through it and i'm like where are you and he showed me i'm like that's a (laughs) cn no it's (laughs) sean but no it's there's no h
2: you you never told me this story
0: you I'm were not, there for it. you
2: didn't need to know the story That's way too long ago. I don't remember this. yeah, that's
0: CN yeah, thought was CN too
1: CN like, club I was so yeah. confused there's no h.
0: <laughs> I was also like five or six whatever so just you know you start learning how to pronounce shit and you've got no h in the thing and you're just like, what the hell's going on?
1: That's not you that's CN <laughs> <laughs> I just learned this last week. there's no h. My family calls me Sean and Eric freaks out. He's I can't always do like it. I can't I, I can't do it. I've been called Sean since I was I don't know 12 years old by my family and so every time he hears it he's like no no I can't do it.
0: <laughs> just don't
1: Anyways, back to Packers yeah, talk. Back to Packers. that was a sidebar.
0: This show's awful. It's all right. Our listeners are probably just like what the probably tuned out by now. Thanks for being here to this point if you are. Um, yeah, you get a medal. <laughs> for real. Um so anyway, Packer football.
1: Did we ever figure out how to say that guy's name you were trying yes. to say?
0: Yes. I was I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. So that his name whole- is Danny Etling, E T L I N G. He went to Purdue and LSU. He's a 2018 7th overall or 7th round pick, pick 219. Uh, expect 2018 and 2019 with the New England Patriots organization. Then the Atlanta Falcons, the Seattle Seahawks, the Minnesota Vikings, the British Columbia Lions. Then he was with the Seahawks, Broncos, Packers, Jaguars, all in 2021. Wow! That got around in 2021. <laughs> and he's now with the Green Bay Packers' second stint. He's also Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl 53.
1: So why do we get rid of this or why do we pick up this guy and get rid of Kurt? Kurt was electric on the social media. I guess that's not what you want in a quarterback, though.
0: Well, it's so Kurt could pers- pursue a second string job.
1: A what?
0: A second string job. Oh, a backup.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He'd,
0: with Jordan Love, it's he'd be third string and right. You only keep what two quarterbacks? I'm assuming most was. only keep two. Some keep three, but okay. it's mostly done for him because he's they've liked him and it's okay. You know we're doing this so you can pursue what you got to do. Who I knows? You. Maybe you know Danny Etling's about the, the Packers twice. He's been in Canada. He's been with the. He played for looks like six different teams in twenty twenty one. So, who knows? Kurt Banker's journey might not be done yet.
1: Gotcha. I I knew that you said second string after the second time. It's just my brain didn't register the first time that you said second string, and so I was like, wait, excuse me, what?
0: (laughs) So yes, Danny Etling. I'm sure we'll get some reps, and I mean, quite a track record of teams in twenty twenty one. Does Nongkhai have any official NFL stats? Six foot, two and a half, 222 pounds. Got to put that half inch in there. It matters. Um, He was waived initially by the Patriots, then signed to the practice squad. He was on the 13-3 win over the Rams in Super Bowl 53, as I had mentioned. And then he tried transitioning to wide receiver in
1: 2019. Did not work out, apparently.
0: (laughs) Um, He got waived by the... Patriots. Then he went to the Falcons off waivers, went back to full time quarterback and was waived 15 days later and then back on the practice squad. He was on the active roster for week eight of the 2019 season after Matt Ryan got hurt as the team's official backup quarterback and then was waived on October 28th and resigned to the practice squad. And then he was waived again last offseason on August 17th. Uh, On August 18th, he was signed by the Seahawks and waived on September 5th and then on the practice squad. On August 2nd, these dates, Wikipedia sucks. Uh, August 2nd, he was with the Vikings and was waived on August 23rd. So really, they, they messed it up. It should have been Vikings and Seahawks. On September 10th, he was signed by the BC British Columbia Alliance to their practice squad. He was waived three weeks later back to Seattle for for a second stint on October 13th and was released October 22nd or 27th. November 13th, he was signed by the Broncos as a backup for Drew Locke when they had all their COVID stuff. And then on the Kurt Benkert game, he was the practice squad backup quarterback uh, when Jordan Love went. To the covid list and then released six days later on december 20th he signed with the jaguars and finished the season and then in january 25th he signed back with green bay hmm. that's a roller coaster of a career i'm sure he's got just all sorts of great swag though from all the teams oh 100
2: 100
0: because you know you get all that workout gear and it's you know you get some you you're there for a week you know you get do you keep it or do you give it to like goodwill why would you give it a goodwill?
1: I don't know because I'm sure. Call, Shauna? Yeah, but I'm sure he. Or Sean? Yeah, there, there's your first mix up. Um, hey, I made an
0: hour and 10 minutes. I'm proud of <laughs> Fantastic.
1: No, but like, I, I mean, I went, we went to UWGB, Eric and I did, and I went to the, the goodwill near UWGB. And I don't know if somebody got like kicked off, like the practice squad or whatever, the volleyball team, but they literally had all of their merch, backpacks, sweatpants. I, I made a haul. I like bought it for all, you know, like 25 bucks in the, you know, student- brand new Adidas stuff. Yeah, exactly. In the student store it would have been super expensive, but I, I don't know. Do you keep that kind of stuff and just bring it around? Cause you're not going to wear it to the new team's practice.
2: Yeah. But for him, he's made so many rounds. He probably could rewear it. <laughs> Maybe they
1: don't need to give him anything else.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're back in green. But I hope you didn't get rid of the green. No, I've, I've got three different shades. green. I got Jacksonville green. I've got Seattle green. I've got green Bay green. <laughs> Just make sure you get rid of that Viking shit. Yes, sir. You, know. you got it. I'll be here for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he's going to get some reps. Per, I don't remember him at Purdue, though, either. No. Or LSU. He must have been just before Joey B. 2018, 2019. <sighs> yeah. Had, had to, to been. be. Imagine being Danny Etling, being a seventh-round pick, and then followed by Joe Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> That's rough.
2: I feel bad for this guy now. Because who was who was LSU's quarterback when they won the national
0: championship before? That was Matt Flynn. No, 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 no. I'm going to think there's one in between. Yeah, there's Was it? No, it was Matt Flynn. They haven't won since Matt. They hadn't won since Matt Flynn. No, they was... played in one with where they lost against Alabama, but they didn't. Matt Flynn was the last national championship Man. winning quarterback. So LSU quarterback's Green Bay.
2: Pretty Matt, good relationship. Matt Flynn got an amazing contract for one game. He did. He made his living off of.
0: <laughs> I was of at two that games. game. I two was games. at that game. He had two too. good games. He had the one against the Patriots too. I was at that game for the like six, six touchdowns. The six touchdowns against the, against the Lions. Good for him. It was amazing. Good for him. I am so proud of him. Good for him. He's still making. He's still making his living off that game. And then the Seahawks go and draft Russell Wilson in the third round, and Russell Wilson, you know, does what he does. You know, looking back, I mean, he did get them a Super Bowl, so. I don't think Seattle regrets it at all, but I remember that draft, and you were so upset that the Packers didn't draft
2: Russell Wilson. Could was, you imagine if the Packers drafted the quarterback Russell quarterback controversy right? that
0: we would have had? That would have been That's right. That would've been way worse than what we got now. i was surprised I looking back, I was Well, I was pissed off that Russell Wilson was even in the third round. He should never have been in the third round. I mean, that was a draft where RG Three and Andrew Luck, which Andrew Luck had it. I mean, RG3 had a pretty good career, all things considered. Andrew Luck did, too. But him and Kirk Cousins were, like, late round draft picks. And they're the ones that stuck. Mm-hmm. Which, I guess, props to, first of all, props to Washington for really hedging their bets and getting Kirk Cousins and RG3. But what, Washington really screwed RG3, though. Oh. In my opinion. 100%. 100%. I don't... Matt Flynn... Did not think we'd mention him on this episode. <laughs> another, another pack, or another Wisconsin episode where we mention our random Packers backup quarterback.
2: Yeah, that's all that's been popping in my head right now when, since we started talking about Jordan Love as all the backup quarterbacks.
0: You know, it's kind of like the Browns jersey of all the starting quarterbacks. We could probably have one of backup quarterbacks and actually have a couple names in common: Ty Couch, Keeley Smith. Um, really, I mean that's about it, but. Seneca Wallace too. That's right. We did have Seneca. I forgot he was here for a (laughs) cup of coffee in twenty
2: thirteen.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we did three. Nice. Not bad. Trying to think if there's any others before that we're not thinking of. Didn't have Baker Uh, Mayfield. No. Didn't have Johnny Manziel, which is a damn shame. Brandon
2: Whedon. God, he was awful. That was a first round pick, too, when he was twenty eight.
0: That was awful. Something like
2: that at Oklahoma State.
0: Yeah, he was I think twenty he was twenty seven or twenty eight, and that was the Justin Blackman draft too. Mm-hmm. They were teammates at the Cowboys and at Oklahoma State and just were both just mental cases. Sean was like, What the hell are you guys talking about? Football. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right.
1: I I i I know some of these names. I'm trying to think.
0: Um we didn't have Brady Quinn, although we did have AJ Hawk and they're related. Yeah. Now, technically. In laws. Through marriage. Yeah,
1: yeah in laws. Right. You said it as I was also saying it, I think.
0: Any other Browns quarterbacks? No, just Tim Coffee.
2: For for some reason Did they have Ty Detmer? That that's the name that's popping in my head too. I don't know why that
0: name's popping in my head. I know he played with Jacksonville and he yeah. had a pretty decent career with Jacksonville. Or Mark Brunel. Yeah, him too. It was, it was Kurt Warner, Matt Hasselback. There's a lot of good Packer backup quarterbacks. Um Doug Peterson, obviously. Two stints with the Packers. Mm -hmm. My favorite, I still think, is Craig Nall. Oh, yeah. Just because of Madden. Madden 05. He was not a great quarterback in real life, but Madden 05, he was that great backup. Sean, who's your favorite Madden quarterback?
1: My favorite Madden quarterback? Sure. (laughs) I don't have one.
0: Who's your favorite Madden cover athlete? No idea. Peyton
1: Hillis. Peyton Hillis. (laughs) Madden cover athlete. I couldn't even tell you. Oh, Brett Favre when he was on there. What year? Eric's whispering it to me. (laughs) (laughs) Ninety-four. That's oh nine, oh nine. Oh nine. (laughs) What was that on your fingers? That was nine. Oh (laughs) oh nine. Okay, never mind. (laughs) It's okay.
0: Your favorite backup quarterback? Do you have a favorite backup quarterback? I
1: really liked Kurt Bankert. He was electric on Twitter. I liked him.
0: I miss Kurt Bankert. Brian Brom. Fuck Brian Brom. <laughs> I remember. So if we're talking people that we were excited, you know, were pissed off when they drafted. I remember when they drafted Brian Brom, you were like over the moon happy. I was. You were. Like, oh, I love this guy. And then they draft. Graham Harrell was so much better than him. And they both yeah. sucked. But that was the same draft. They drafted two backup quarterbacks. But yeah, Graham Graham Harrell out of Texas Tech. Yeah, because he was, he was with uh, who was who was a good was, wide receiver. Michael Crabtree.
2: Yep, that's what it was.
0: Yeah, uh, what a what an era that that was. The Graham Harrell era. Looking back, fun.
1: Puerto Rico gets in the Little League World Series and Wisconsin can't.
0: It's softball. But also Puerto Rico is really good. <laughs>
1: okay,
0: and. And it's, yeah, the World Series. They have foreign. Oh, OK. They actually do like a true World Series.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that's OK. Yeah.
0: Where they I think they got eight teams from the U.S. and then eight from other countries. They do it like, like regionally here. And then they have like a t- all star team of every other country. Yeah.
1: Gotcha. OK, never mind.
0: That was just. The, there was an Appleton, Wisconsin team that lost in that. They oh. got beat by, they got eliminated by Kentucky in the Great mm. Lakes region. Softball or Yeah, the softball one. I don't know where the hell the Wisconsin was in. The Midwest, they didn't make the TV graphics, so they probably were eliminated in the first or second round of the tournament for the Great Lakes region, but they did make like I said the the, the girls made it far enough to get into ESPN Plus.
1: Nice. Gotcha. Okay, never mind.
0: Probably though. Good question. Good question. Thanks. So beyond, because <laughs> we're still trying to talk a little bit. I mean, there's not really I mean, we're preseason game one. We have yet to see. Uh, family night happened last week. Family night is always one of my like it's always such an interesting night though, for all the you know the to, for all the rookies, because you know the the practices at the Field are one thing, and the, don't get me wrong, they're it's a spectacle to see what three thousand people, four thousand people out of practice. But then you sell out Lambeau Field, sixty thousand plus for practice yeah, on a Friday clor- night, glorified practice. That it, it's it's baffling to me, but also like I mean, what an introduction to your team, your history of your team, and um,
1: do the other teams do that or are like some we... oh, some do,
0: some okay. have started doing it. Oh, this is a sidebar off this, but I seen
2: something today that um with uh, the Bengals renamed their.
1: Stadium. Yes, they did. Yeah, they got a so, sponsor.
0: Yeah. So Lambeau the, Field is one of two stadiums that is not sponsored. So apparent or I was seeing something on I
2: think it was a Facebook today that um, that if and or the Lambeau got brought to a sponsor or whatever, the guy or one of the guys is like, just hold that thought. We'll have to put you in witness protection if that ever yeah. happens, <laughs> which I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, that'd be the that's the exact example you'd
0: need. Yeah. Yeah, that I don't think that'll ever happen. No, no way.
1: The people would riot.
0: Yeah. I mean, they get they have the sponsorships on the gates. So whatever. But the people I think the people would riot if it was ever. Oh, 100 percent. You know, change. I mean, look how pissed off they got at Miller Park going to AmFam field.
1: Oh, God. Could you imagine Lambo not being Lambo? Could you imagine calling it like, I don't know so like just we even wanted, Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's, what's Fun, <laughs> <laughs> <Wisconsin>. <laughs> but yeah could you I mean I, I like I said yeah the Miller I not
0: even think of an example like I don't even know who'd have the but the Miller you, Park and do, like,
1: thing speak Johnsonville
0: like that'd be the only right not think they're big enough I to know with you Schneider maybe no Kohler Schreiber no, no, no they're, they're not
1: they're not big enough
0: Cause you got the Packers have one of like the highest net worth of a franchise in all of sports. Yeah. Like if you look at the Forbes list, I'm I mean, they're worth billions and billions Billions. (laughs) of dollars.
1: Right. But like, like I said, the, the Miller park and fam field thing that speaks for itself. People would be so upset if it wasn't Lambeau field. Like I, I can't even imagine. They, yeah.
2: You, you'd lose the history. Right. that, that's the main thing. You'd lose. You'd lose I all think, the history.
0: Yeah. I I, th- I truly think that Lambeau Field is enough of a mainstay of a name that they wouldn't even need to do ever do naming rights. No.
1: No. And it, like you said, they have the gates. They could, you know, get sponsors for the, like the parking lots or like if they needed to do something. I don't think they ever would.
2: Yeah, but all they got to do is have another shareholder sale and.
1: Well, right. That They, do, they make all the money, millions of that. dollars. Right. But even, like I said, even if somebody would come and like offer them a shit ton of money, I think the Packers are. I I,
0: I want to say this. I'm knocking on wood, but I think the Packers are too smart to do that. Yeah, I don't think, and, and I mean, they're a four billion dollar franchise per Forbes, and I probably if and they'll never sell because of the whole stockholder thing. But if they ever were to be, I I don't think there's a value. I don't think there's a dollar amount that some business could offer. And, you know, that that'd be, you know, Mark Murphy up in 1265 would be, be sitting there. Yeah, that's that won't piss anybody off. That, oh, that's good for us.
1: Maybe that's why they do like a they'd be like, yeah, we'll take your money. But you get parking lot number one.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get one parking lot.
1: Sensig's parking lot.
0: <laughs> we'll give you the town You can get the name after the town district. Yeah.
2: Yeah. they will we'll just probably keep adding more stuff like that. And...
1: Oh, it could be like the Arians. Cause didn't they stick a Errants? sorry. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah, uh, sorry. They stuck a bunch of money. <laughs> Whoops, that's not what I meant. But I did not they stuck a bunch of money into, you know, the Tidal Town district. They're the sledding hill. They could be. I still don't
0: No. There's there's it like if it would be anybody. But It'd have to be like I said, like Schneider or I don't think Festival Foods is big enough. No. I don't Quick Trip? Oh, I don't think Quick Trip's big enough.
1: What? Uh, Quick Trip is going up
0: everywhere. I understand that, but I'm saying like to get that prestigious of a deal.
1: Not to change the subject again, but how much do you think Quick Trip at one gas station pulls in a day?
0: Like profit, or just in general?
1: Like profit, like just in general. Like how much money do you think gets wiped on those gas pumps and credit card things? Well, with every gas day? prices yeah. the way they
2: are. With the gas prices right now, it's right. I, I mean, but I'm just
1: saying. I mean, Quick Trip has got to be making absolute bank.
2: Well, the hot
0: spot,
1: the Hulls, car Hulls.
2: wash. Quick Trip has new salted caramel dunkers, and they are absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> we're not
0: talking about those. Why? We,
1: we saw those on Saturday night, and I wouldn't let Eric get them because we're oh, we're my eating god. healthy. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> Spoiler alert! I had one the other day. <gasps> Really Uh-oh. good. Oh, we're having,
2: we're starting a fight right now.
1: You had one, and you didn't get me one.
0: I they only had one. That is a,
1: in a bold faced lie.
0: No, I went to like the individual case. so I get in <laughs> trouble. <laughs>
1: oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible.
0: So you thought about this, so you wouldn't get in trouble. Yeah, I had to go to Quick Trip. It was a necessity.
1: When and was like, this?
0: Uh, Monday. It was it was Saturday. Saturday told me to go get milk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you ate it on the way home? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's, that's traitor. You're they're a really traitor. Good.
2: They're really good. You're, you're a smart guy.
1: So they're pretty good? They're, they're phenomenal. They're really good. Oh, well. They're right. like
2: AJ Styles phenomenal. She doesn't know what
1: that means. Yeah, I know does. who AJ Styles is. Excuse me. What is he? A wrestler. No, but what? Why? why are we mentioning him here? Because he's phenomenal. I don't know. I know what he looks like. I don't know what that means, but I know what he <laughs> looks like. Anyway,
2: so with that.
1: So back to the Packers.
2: No, I, this isn't Packers related. Dude, did you see the Denver Broncos sold for the most, like double? Yeah, they did. For the most. I think they were a $4 billion deal. They right? were like 4.65. Well,
0: they were over 4.5. I know that. So that's the was, interesting, you know, kind of just wrapping this full circle, actually having the full conversation here. So Forbes listed the Green Bay Packers as the 31, or 31st most valuable sports franchise, and they have a net worth of $3.5 billion. And, again, they'll never sell, but the Broncos are going for $4 billion or whatever it was. You can't tell me the Packers won't sell if they ever were. Like the, I can only imagine what the Cowboys are going to sell for if oh, when yeah. Jerry Jones somehow dies. I don't think that will ever leave that family, though. I don't think it will ever happen. I'm just I'm convinced that he's kind of like you know if there's like he's frozen he's a robot there's like a nuclear war or something like that and then
1: Jerry Jones is still roaming around maybe like Jerry Jones the the cockroaches
0: (laughs) and the Queen of England he's Austin Powers and he's cryogenically frozen
2: for 40 years
0: yeah it'd be like it'd be like the Queen of England Jerry Jones and the cockroaches would be what's left He's just always so we
2: got Jerry Jones and the and the Queen on yeah. Re- procreating to repopulate the there, There's
1: <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> well, if the Queen has been maybe okay, so if the conspiracy theory is correct that the Queen is like preserved and that's just like a, a like a mock like a
0: ugh, body level yeah,
1: of her, they could unfreeze the queen and maybe she's still reproductively ready to go.
0: I'm gonna say there's no no fucking chance. No, no way.
1: The species have a lot. I've never, heard, I've lot never
2: of heard this conspiracy before.
0: Yeah, not with her. Oh, I have. I'm just gonna say that there's less. She has less eggs than a vegan grocery store. I think vegan grocery yeah, stores I, have eggs. They yeah,
2: I think, have eggs. I they have They do. can have eggs.
0: Yes, they're, they. Can. They're animal products. They can't have eggs. Ah. Eggs are not vegan. They're vegetarian. They're not vegan. How are they vegetarian? Still meat. It's not meat; it's protein. They're not. They're not flesh. Oh. You gotta really get it in your culture, man.
2: Sorry, sorry. I'm I'm way farther south than I nor- than I normally ever get.
1: Uh, vegans rejoice! Just sustainable egg alternative is set to arrive in stores this fall.
0: What the hell is an egg alternative? <laughs>
1: um, egg-free, dairy-free eggs. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Yeah, it's an egg-free, dairy-free egg. It's called a vegan egg. It's uh, made with non-GMO soy. Nope. Um, I'm out. I'm out. You it's know. gluten-free. Yeah. It's a plant-based egg replacer.
0: There is no fucking chance of me ever eating one it of those. It looks
1: disgusting.
0: <laughs> Not even $20? I don't think I'd do it for 50
1: but, Eric, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. That's true. We just moved into a new place. We could buy a lot at Hobby Lobby for 20 bucks.
2: There is. An... you're you're a, I don't ho- know. you're a hobby lobby crazy person too yeah. oh
0: jeez it's just the XX chromosome Sean you just gotta write that one off oh man anyway
1: it's rich in fiber <laughs> I'm sure it is <laughs> probably I, I'm
0: not no nope, don't not, don't even nope, go down nope, there nope, rabbit hole. Nope. I'm gonna get canceled <laughs> anyway so back <laughs> just to kind of put a loop on this <laughs> yes um, <laughs> Packer football <laughs> back on way this week. And once again, you know, we're not gonna only degenerates bet on preseason football, so we're not gonna make picks, but I'm gonna ask one thing, and I know we kinda we did what we wanna see, but if you had to make one prediction for this Friday night, what's your prediction? Sean, nah.
1: Uh Jordan Love uh throws a 35-yard touchdown <laughs> to Romeo dubs. Dobbs. That's my prediction. They're going to show out.
2: <laughs> Sean? You, all right. So
0: I um, think A.J. Dillon and every and Aaron Jones are playing or I'm torn if A.J. Dillon does. I don't I know f- I would be willing to buy A.J. or Aaron Jones doesn't. They did just sign. Um, he was here, Dexter Williams. They re-signed him today. Deb running back depth. So I would be. Kylan Hill still. Kylan Hill still out. I believe one of their other backups is also injured. I believe oh. I want to say Patrick Taylor is out. Oh, I got it. The
2: rookie linebacker, Quay Walker. Yeah, Quay Walker. I'm um, just to see what see the speed on the field would just be nice just to see it. I mean, everybody's talking about how fast he is and this kind of stuff and game speed and just seeing something like that because we haven't had that speed middle linebacker for ever.
0: Yeah, true.
1: Did I do my prediction wrong? No, you, that, that's a good one. You did. Oh, okay, it was very specific. Sean's, was, specific. Sean's <laughs> was very just like, I'd like to see this. And I just, I was very like, I'm no. going to go
0: on Shauna's. On, on your note here, I'm going to say Jordan Love throws for two touchdowns, no interceptions.
1: All right, Sean, you got to make a real pick now. You got to make
0: a real pick now?
1: Because now we're going to keep score.
2: <laughs> how do we keep score on picks? I have no idea.
1: No idea. Just if your pick was right. All right. Koi uh, da, 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 da. Walker, how many tackles? Uh,
0: I'd say five tackles.
1: All right. I'm All right. giving
0: five tackles. All right. All right. So with
2: that.
1: We're going to figure out how to put that on root for wisconsin.com somehow.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll put it under the IPX section. Um, and then with that, just to kind of wrap up the episode, we always do. What are you rooting for in the upcoming week?
1: Um, I am rooting for uh, my little nephew, Godson. Uh, he turned four on the 4th of July. And we're going out to Minnesota this weekend to celebrate his birthday. So I'm rooting for a good dinosaur-themed birthday party for my nephew, Simon.
2: Sean? Um, I'm just rooting for this weather to be nice the way, it, way it's been. I mean, it's been ungodly hot for the past month. two three weeks, month. <laughs> and yeah. waking up, was it yesterday? It was 52 degrees, and yes. I just want that
0: all year round. All right. And I'll take the little hanging fruit. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna root for the Packers this weekend, obviously. But also, just you know, we're here at literally World Series time, and we're getting to the the regional championship games, seeing who's going to Williamsport, Pennsylvania. And that
1: kid is a tank. Sorry to interrupt (laughs) you, but (laughs) he is. But that's what I'm
0: saying. I love, I love seeing all the stories that come out of this, and I obviously gonna throw a quick shout out to the hopefully recovering Milwaukee Brewers, hoping they're figuring it out and. Playing that series out in St. Louis.
1: Figured it out. Figuring it out. We're big Pat McAfee fans here. So (laughs) Sean. I know.
0: So anyway, that is episode 82. Be sure to check out the RootForWisconsin.com website. R-O-O-T-4-W-I-S-C-O-N-S-I-N.com. And we're out. Episode 82 in the book. See ya. Bye. Bye.